You're listening to the FYI podcast where we talk about faith, your life, your adulting, your walk with God, things like the relationships and community and friendships we have, your money, and so much more. I'm Josiah Keneally. And I'm Micah Keneally. We are your hosts, and we just want to say thank you for tuning in. Happy Friday. We want to end your week strong and begin your weekend even stronger. And if you are tuning in, you know that it is Good Friday. It is Holy, Holy week. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Easter Sunday. It is the week of resurrection. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so many different fronts. But we just want to say thank you for tuning in, for rating, reviewing, and subscribing to the FYI podcast because we unpack questions that you are asking in the midst of your everyday chaotic life, busy life, beautiful life. And to know that we are here to hopefully point you to Christ, point you to scripture, point you to a community that is going to uphold you and hopefully strengthen you and your walk with Jesus. Oh my gosh. And we want to see you in person this Ooh, May 12th yeah. through 14th. Before we dive into today, today's special Holy Week episode on Good Friday, Easter Sunday, here's the deal. We have May 12th through the 14th at Lake Geneva is a campground that's mm-hmm. booked. There is going to be hundreds of young adults gathering together to lift up the name of Jesus, to grow in godly community. There's going to be worship breakout sessions, main teachings from ourselves, um, Mm -hmm. Zach Wendell, the author of the Bible study, Logan Ketterling, others that we have not announced yet, but visit www.youngadults.today slash the dash WKND for um, registration and details. But do this, would you join us this May and let's Mm -hmm. gather for the weekend? Let's do it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be so much fun. Well, Hey, Here we go. We're going to talk about Easter, Good Friday, Holy Week, what all of those things mean to us. Um, but we've started a tradition that I love at dinner time at our table. Um, <laughs> and, and here's what we do. Our daughters uh, this month, Aurora will be three, Avalon's about one and a half. Mm-hmm. And every night at dinner without fail. And if we forget, they remember. Yep. And Av- or, you know, Aurora will be like, what's your favorite part? What's my favorite part? And she'll ask everyone because we ask everyone. So babe, in light of recent life, oh, what is your favorite part about life lately? Life lately. Oh my gosh. Hmm. That's a, a big question. It is big. Because usually we do it day by day. Like today, yes. what was your favorite part today? Yes. But I would say overall, I think it's been fun to see is a family answer is to see the girls grow and flourish. We've been taking them to gymnastics where they can run around and play literally on everything for like two hours, or we'll go play some mini golf. And we just have a weekly routine where we get to choose something fun. And I think that is fun to see them grow and develop. Even if we go once a week for them just to, I don't know, experience something outside of the house during the winter months. Mm-hmm. So I think it's fun to see them grow and to gain confidence in a crazy chaotic environment where like 60 other little kids are running around with their parents too. So I think that's one of my highlights is probably weekly gymnastics. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Family. Unorganized yeah. gymnastics, yeah, yeah, a big yeah. jungle gym. <laughs> family time has been special. Love being with them and making memories. And then I've just been loving ministry. Mm-hmm. I've been loving what God's doing, seeing young young life surrender to Christ mm-hmm. seeing um just open doors of opportunity for young adult ministries to start to strengthen yeah how about this Micah why is possibly what could be honestly described as the worst Friday ever in human history a bad day now called Good Friday no oh, man it's because it was Jesus's life that allowed us 
allowed and allows us to get into heaven. (laughs) It was a sacrifice on the cross that ultimately opened up the door for us to even enter the kingdom of Mm -hmm, God mm -hmm. in relationship with him. Like not only from the Holy Spirit and the outpouring from acts that we've uncovered in some of our episodes, but to really understand like, wow, this is something that we could never do by ourselves or on our own. Like we can never do enough good works to get into heaven. And Jesus took our place on the cross and then rose again three days later. And I think he was the, and I love it. You want to, this is why I love it. He was the only person in history. So if you're a skeptical or if you're claiming to be atheist or agnostic, or you're just really questioning faith in Jesus to begin with, I just want to point this out. He's the only person who is fully God fully man ever on this earth. He's two in one. Mm -hmm. He was only one to predict his death, to know who was going to betray him, to know that he had to die on the cross in order to stand in a gap that we can never bridge for ourselves. And he predicted his death, burial, and resurrection. No other person or prophet in history has been able to do that and truly come back again in human form. If you believe in whatever else, reincarnation, they came back as this because they didn't, whatever, whatever your faith background is or whatever you've been tampering with or exploring, he is the only one. The way, truth, and life. The only one who's been able to do all of that. And anybody who's on that route of disproving Jesus Mm. stays on that route for one, or they become a Christian in the process, which I love because those have become some of our greatest thinkers and theologians. Yeah. Um, of time when they were trying to disprove something they did not see, could not believe in, but they did. And Jesus encountered them. So, Oh my gosh. I just think of all those crazy things. Like, wow. Look at the life of of Lee Strobel. (laughs) Here was a Chicago Tribune journalist who claimed to be an atheist. And he went on an investigation with those journalistic skills. Mm -hmm. And now he writes the most evangelism books every year. His books are becoming movies, the case for Christ, the case for heaven, the case for miracles. Mm -hmm. And he's C.S. Lewis, yeah. taught at Oxford, brilliant friends, friends with J.R.R. Tolkien. Mm-hmm. And and those those guys, they found some of the brightest minds. Narnia is mm-hmm. is like Aslan is Jesus if in in, in his fictitious the work. Parallel, like that's yeah. that's his parallel in Narnia. But I, I look at like he was an atheist and he admitted that Christ was Lord and, and it's so, so powerful. Um, Micah, how about this? What's your favorite attribute of Christ? Hmm. Oh, there's so many. I would truly say, oh man, I would say his faithfulness. And I think it just covers a multitude of our ugliness as people. Like he's faithful when we are unfaithful. He's faithful when we're faithful. He's faithful when we're running away from him. He's faithful when we're running to him. Like he is a constant when it comes to faithful. And it's like anything that we could ask, dream, or imagine, like on our own level of circumstances, and we bring it to God, like he blows it out of the water every single time. And I think that that is something that we forget like how faithful God is and whether it's finances, whether it's our health, whether like whatever it is, like he always provides in a sense of the faithfulness factor. And he is a faithful father, faithful friend. Um, yeah. So I'd say the word faithful. Amazing. Am I supposed to be asking these questions back to you? You can, you can, how about um, you take it away for a bit? Oh man. Well, do you want to, I, I think we should ask about this. What is your favorite quote or like something that you, I don't want to say you live by, but something that's really like 
maybe shaped or formed, mm -hmm. maybe an approach in ministry or approach of everyday mm -hmm. living or people. Mm -hmm. When you ask that, I, I do love reading and I love writing and I love quotes, but one that popped into my heart and spirit just boom. And it's, it's Easter week. So it's super appropriate, but love what pastor Greg Laurie says, hmm. and you should see the movie Jesus revolution. I was on a call with him actually last week with a group of young leaders and there was a Q and A and, and it's his story is part of the Jesus revolution, yeah. great pastor at harvest um, in California. But he, he has this quote that Jesus came to pay a debt that he did not owe because we owed a debt that we could not pay. Mm -hmm. And that just hits me. Mm -hmm. That moves me Good. to the point where it's like, wow, God, thank you. Like, thank you for the cross. Thank you for your son, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Thank you that you died in my place. Thank you that I get to have life with you. And um, it's miraculous for me. Like I, I get fired up anytime yeah. I think of that quote. What, do you have a favorite quote? I think of a, an author here in Minnesota. Her name is Susie Larson, and I'm not going to get it perfect, but something along the, these lines. And she talks about for the non-believer heaven like for the non-believer this is the closest thing that they're going to ever experience right. to heaven right. is earth and for the believer earth is the like earth is our hell it is the worst that we'll ever be able to experience because we have something to look forward to when it comes to heaven and i think when you really parallel that when you're wrestling with a classmate or a roommate mm. or a family member or just a stranger down the street it's like they don't know Jesus. Like earth is their heaven. Yeah. But for the believer, heaven is our home. We are just residents here as believers. And we're supposed to make this world a better place in that process. So it's one of my favorite quotes to really look through the lens of like, whoa, this is their heaven and this is our hell. That just puts a different weight on how we should see people, love people, and come alongside people. So that's one of my favorite quotes. And I may have like butchered a little no, bit, no, but you, you got like those lines. And she shares in that same book. I remember you sharing that quote with me in another one where something along the lines of, she quotes someone else who said that the irony of heaven and hell is everyone who ends up in either place of all of them. Nobody believes that they got what they deserved. Right. Right. And I love the, the concept that actually um, Dave Ramsey shares. Yeah where he always says people will call into his show. They're like, Hey, Dave, how, how are you? And he always goes, I'm doing better than I deserve. I'm right. doing better than I deserve because of good Friday mm -hmm. and the death of Jesus in our place. He took our sins on the cross because of his burial resurrection and ascension. Mm -hmm. We are doing better than we deserve because it's not by our works. Paul writes in Ephesians that it's by grace, we're saved mm -hmm. through faith. It's the gift of God so that nobody can boast. And mm -hmm. I just remember a year ago being in Israel mm -hmm. and I actually was able to go there. All expenses paid. It was a, a, for me, I really feel like it was a God thing that I was able to go with a group of friends and um, pastors and just some influencers. And what was um, really, really powerful mm -hmm. is visiting the garden of Gethsemane. And I've now been at the Garden of Gethsemane twice. And this is the place that, you know, probably what, Thursday, mm -hmm. going into Good Friday, um, right before Friday night anyway, it's like, this is where Jesus prayed. The disciples fell asleep um, the night of his arrest. And according to Luke, Jesus' despair in Gethsemane was so mm -hmm. deep that sweat, he sweat drops of blood. Mm -hmm. And we visited Gethsemane. 
And it's right outside the city of Jerusalem. One of my favorite views in all of the world that mm-hmm. I've ever seen. It's just beautiful. The smells of the olive branches, the smells of the mustard seeds, mm-hmm. the tastes of hummus and falafel, or bread and shawarma, the 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 sights, seeing the colors, seeing the Sea of Galilee, seeing mm-hmm. the Garden of Gethsemane, seeing the city of Magdala, named after the first female evangelist who mm-hmm. said he is risen, yeah. that we now say on Easter, he is risen. Mm-hmm. Seeing that, mm-hmm. hearing, what do the birds sound like? What are the waves on the Sea of Galilee? And just putting your foot and stepping, walking where Jesus mm-hmm. walked. My faith has not been the same. And I should talk about Israel more, but I just think for me, I had that moment. And I think it's okay to pray, God, not your will. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the wrong. God, not my will, yes. but your will be done. That's where mm-hmm. we learn that prayer. Yeah. And so I get the words like Lord willing, like mm-hmm. God willing. And uh, I, I just think like, what a beautiful prayer, maybe whatever you're facing in your life. Mm-hmm. The gospel is God's will for your life. The fact that Jesus paid a debt that he didn't owe because you and I, mm-hmm. Micah and I, mm-hmm. we owed a debt that we couldn't pay. That's mm-hmm. the gospel. Right. And, but, but to pray that prayer, God, if it's, there's some things that I pray where it's like, God, take this cup. We see Jesus pray that prayer. It's mm-hmm. a bold prayer. It's okay. Yeah. But then he prays in accordance to God's will. He says, not my will, mm-hmm. but your will be done. And he could have escaped. Mm-hmm. He could, He knew what he knew who was going to betray him. Yeah. And look at this. You might've been hurt, but G- look at this as our model. Jesus knowingly, willingly, and lovingly washed Judas's feet at the last supper. Mm-hmm. Knowing that he was going to be betrayed by him. Knowing yes. full in advance. Yep. And so we're going to, it's a contact sport. It's going to hurt sometimes, mm-hmm. but don't let, don't let the fear hold you back from taking that step of, of relationship with Jesus. And um, I guess I'm babbling now, but Gethsemane means a lot to mm-hmm. me. It was powerful to visit there. And um uh, yeah. Any encouragement yeah. for Easter? I just want to end, you know, on why do we celebrate Easter Sundays? Because Jesus was resurrected. Like he came out of the tomb. He he was alive again, right? And I think so many of us in life can feel like their attributes are parts of us that are dead, whether it's a dream, an aspiration, what? maybe it's your faith. Maybe it's um, a dynamic in your family. Maybe it's a relationship. I don't know, but God does. And I just mm-hmm. want to say, but God wants to resurrect something in your life. He wants to bring something back to life. And I just want to challenge you, if you've been stepped away from the church because of hurt, I would encourage you to face that hurt head on and forgive that person, extend forgiveness. Um, Maybe you have to say it out loud till you mean it. Maybe you need to walk through the church doors and ask for forgiveness if that person is still in a place where you would want to attend again. So I would just, my prayer for you is that during this Easter season, that you wouldn't even not only recognize what Jesus did for you on the cross, but you would recognize that you get to do something in response to what he did for you. And that's saying yes to him. So if you would like to say yes to Jesus and put your faith in him, you can connect with us on um, FYI dash podcast dash podcast.com dot com. And uh, you can just, I said yes. And if you want us to pray with you, if you want to pray by yourself, there will just be some helpful tools and tips and things for you to do and just get your faith with him started or maybe resurrected. Maybe you feel like it's been dead and I just want to challenge you. Lean into your own messy because we're all a beautiful mess in God's eyes and 
he loves us because he created us and there's nothing you can do to make him love you more. And there's nothing you can do to make him love you less. So we just want to wish you a happy Easter. It's not about the Easter bunny. It's not about the eggs. It's not about the candy and the treats and everything like that. It's good little bonus, but it is about our savior, Jesus Christ. He is alive. He is risen. He's risen. And then it says he's risen indeed. So, um, and we're grateful. Happy Friday. We pray that you have an amazing weekend and God bless. God bless. This is the FYI Podcast.